Today on the Daily Gator Daily Thought, we've got the left going absolutely ballistic over this Columbus, Ohio shooting. And they're trying to twist and turn the narrative any way they can to make the police look bad and further their BS rhetoric about the, the police and the entire country being just based on racism, 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 and racism. It is pathetic, it's sad, and we got a, uh, a shocker. Really, you will be stunned by something I heard on CNN from Don Lemon and Chris Cuomo. Trust me, shocker. And welcome once again to the Daily Gator Daily Thought Podcast with me, Doug Hagan. Every day I wake up, I'm still myself. It's a blessing and it's a curse. Take your pick. And let's stun you right off the bat. Let's, if you haven't heard this, heard about this, uh, what Don Lemon and Chris Cuomo said on CNN, you may, you may faint. You may pass out from absolute stunned. Stunness. The stunnity was heavy on this one, folks. Uh, there's a video that the Right Scoop has up if you want to go there and watch the whole video. I haven't posted on the Daily Gator yet. I'm doing some other thing, got some family visiting. Um, but this is shocking. <clears throat> you've got Chris Cuomo, you've got Don Lemon. Two of the most obnoxious leftist asshats you've ever heard. Uh, Don Lemon used to be a guy who made some sense sometimes. Then he realized that race baiting was the, the thing to further his career. So he's really adopted that. <clears throat> they were talking about the Columbus shooting. And they actually praised the police officer. Chris Como was more effusive in his praise. More obvious. But Don Lemon... You could tell he, he really was begrudgingly saying the cop did good, did a good thing, but he did. So give him partial credit. Give Chris Cuomo total credit for once. They both made the point, a very important one, that using a taser in that short amount of time to stop a woman from stabbing another would have been a bad idea. Tasers don't always work. <clears throat> tasers often don't deploy correctly. You can miss with a taser. And plus the, the girl was, again, with the knife, was very close to the other girl. And there's a, a really good chance she would have stabbed her anyway, just despite what a, a taser would have done. So they made a good point there. They also noted that a close range of knife can be even more lethal than a gunshot. 
and that is true. Uh, I don't know if I'd say more lethal, but it is a crime generally that when people attack you to kill you with a knife, it's more personal. They're up close. There's more savagery and more, more brutality there and more homicidal madness there. Uh, and they didn't make that point because a lot of people, as we'll get to a little later, especially joyless Reed of MSNBS, she was basically dismissing knife fights. Like when she went to school, we had, shit, we had them every day out in the play yard. I'm, hell, maybe they had them in kindergarten. I don't know. Joy Reed, of course, being a feckless liar. Uh, and, a, and a transparent liar. Give her credit for transparency. It's obvious that whenever the woman flaps her gums, she is lying. They also defended the officer. This is so important. For coming upon the scene, he's called about a stabbing. He really doesn't know what's going on until he hits the scene and he can see people. And almost immediately as he gets out of his car and walks around, that's when the pushing, the fighting, the, the guy, some man there, kicking a girl in the head. Um, really, I mean, really, really classy people here. But that's when the, the, uh, the young woman who was shot by the officer decides she's going to kill somebody. So she goes at the, the girl in pink, with the knife, the officer draws his weapon, tells her about four times, get down, get down, get down, get down. She doesn't, he doesn't have opportunity. He, he's too far away to get to her to stop her. He had to shoot, and he had to shoot center mass to kill. Yeah, I actually heard, I don't know who it was. I would, I would call them out by name. It was somebody on Twitter. But it was actually more than one person made this point. Why, you, you shoot him in the leg, right? You heard that a lot. Shoot in the air. Fire warning shot. Yell at the girl. Throw something at her. Taser. All these idiotic things that wouldn't have worked. But you had several people say, Oh, shoot the knife out of her hand. Or shoot her in the arm. Well, guess what, geniuses? Look at the video. What is directly... If the officer misses the wrist... The hand, the forearm with a knife in it. If he misses, what does he hit? What's directly behind that knife? One of the rules of the four rules of firearm safety is be aware of your target and what is around it and behind it. Behind that, if he misses, is the girl in pink. He's going to put around in her, in her chest, in her stomach. He's got a very good chance to kill her if he misses. It's a shot that would, would be very dramatic, and it would work great in Hollywood. This ain't Hollywood. It ain't Hollywood. It would have been the height of irresponsibility for him to do that. He did what he was trained to do and what was the proper thing to do. I heard a genius on Hannity who, who uh, again, he kept saying, well, maybe we need to retrain police. Okay, how? And he never would really say. Except, well, there's de-escalation. You can't de-escalate a situation when you get out of your squad car and there's almost immediately a woman running at someone with a knife ready to plunge it into them and kill them. You really don't have a choice. You shoot to stop that person. Warning shots? Okay, they land somewhere. 
there's a good chance that warning shot kills somebody. You would need to hit your target, <clears throat> excuse me, to stop the threat. That's what he did. As far as I've heard from law enforcement, he did just about the perfect thing. And it wasn't necessarily easy shot because the girls are very close. But he really had no choice. <clears throat> and he took the uh, the attempted murder out of out of the situation. And again, no one from the left seems to care about the girl in pink. She's someone's baby too. She's someone's daughter, sister, friend. She mattered to somebody too. But apparently not to the left. Because unless you can be part of a narrative or further their narratives, they really don't give a damn if you live or die. Because the left cares about one thing. Power, ultimately. And uh, the one rough moment to watch was really Cuomo called Lemon brave for actually defending the cop. Uh, but of course, people are going to say, well, CNN got something right. Okay, well, good for them. This is a major media outlet getting something right. And the more people know that the cop behave properly unless something new comes to the front comes to the front I I'm I'm convinced the cop was right and so are most of the people I've heard unless they have an agenda and speaking of agendas <clears throat> to get off this shooting for a bit well we're going to go back into some of the uh, absolutely idiotic denials from the left that the cop was right anything except praising a cop they'll do any they'll stoop to any low uh, now, <clears throat> if you remember, there's a speech, you can do it, uh, go to YouTube, it's back in 2018. Mark Robinson, you can even search on the dailygator.com if you want. Uh, from North Carolina, uh, a, uh, a black man with a very authoritative voice, a big guy. And he was ripping people, the left especially, over gun control. And it's always some criminal commits a crime, y'all gonna come for my guns. I got family to protect. I got my property, myself to protect. Well, he is now the lieutenant governor of North Carolina. <clears throat> and he was, uh, I guess, called to Congress to testify about uh, different issues, uh, mainly the election system and the fact that Republicans are trying to bring it more up to date and, and make it easier to vote, but also make it more secure for the voting integrity. Well, he is presenting his side, and he gets to a point, he gets, he's, he's a man who will speak his piece very directly. And he got down to the meat of it. He said, it's time that we modernize our election system and stop playing all these silly games based on race. And please stop using me as a black man as your pawn. And yes, I said it to push your agenda. I'm sick of it. It happened a long time ago in this country and he was interrupted uh, by some Democrat a demanding, an angry Democrat. Aren't they always angry though? Demanding that he answer the question. And eventually his time ran out. And there's another uh, Republican 
Uh, Chip Roy followed that up. He was asking if, if something could be put on the record. He had a piece, some piece of paper in his hand. And uh, the chairman, Steve Cohen and if, of Tennessee, Tennessee's a great state for liberty, but they keep electing this leftist idiot, Steve Cohen, uh, the man who famously brought a bucket of fried chicken to the House uh, oh, to protest one of Trump's laws or something, I don't know, made an ass of himself. He pretty much makes an ass of himself anytime he speaks. It's his expertise. That's right. You want to make an ass of yourself, kids? You want to really know how to make an ass of yourself on every occasion? A new book by Steve Cohen will take you step by step. That's right. His new book coming out this fall. How I made an ass of myself every time I spoke, and I can do it for you too. The Steve Cohen story. Uh... Anyway, he was angry at Cohen was really pissed. He was yelling. He was aggressive. He looked like an angry white man. Is what he looked like. You better check him. He might try to trash Congress. He might be one of those uh, insurrectionist types that the Democrats are trying to tell us are such a national threat. So Roy asked, Representative Roy asked, if he could insert something into the record, again, because Cohen's mic wasn't, wasn't on. He doesn't know how to use a mic, apparently. And Cohen waved him off, saying, maybe in a few minutes, not right now. Roy persisted, and Cohen started banging the gavel again, yelling for Mr. Johnson to begin his time. Uh, and the hearing kind of, eh, it went to crap. The right scoop is a good place to read about this, too, all my, so my friends. Uh, they have a clip of, uh, Lieutenant Governor, uh, Robinson talking. Good for Mr. Robinson. We need more people like him who don't obsess over their skin color. It's about values. It's about ideology. It's about what is good and what is bad for the country. And pretty clearly, it's good for the country if our elections are, yes, easier to a certain degree, but also honest and as transparent as possible. You know, we should do a better job. We have the technology. And if any, any issue is ever nonpartisan, it damn well ought to be elections. And the Democrats just cannot... Stop playing politics with this. And the more Democrats show their their butts, so to speak, on these issues, as long as these idiots running corporations start protesting voter ID laws and people pretend to asking someone for the most basic information, their ID, we, you know, to make sure they live in that congressional district, to make sure they can vote in that city for the city offices, mayor, city council, to make sure people don't vote multiple times is to show proper ID. <clears throat> and it's it's never been a problem for me somehow. And you know what? To say black people can't do it is about the most racist thing I can think of. Now, this is something that, uh, again, kind of kind of ties into the war on police we're seeing from the left. Uh, where George Floyd... Uh, passed away from his uh, experience with the police and his 
drug overdose on fentanyl, there is a sign. It's called George Floyd Square now, apparently, in Minneapolis. And it gives some instructions on how to act when you're coming into that square. But the directions also include some specific directions targeted, aimed at certain people who are suffering from whiteness. That's right, you caucasity carrying punks, you whiteies, crackers, whatever. The white folks, you know, the folks that are racist to their core, no matter what they do or say or think, they could be, you know, they could be married to uh, a black woman and cheating on her with another black woman, or you could reverse the genders. They could do whatever and it doesn't matter. If you're white, you're not all right, basically. Uh, Matt Finn of Fox News uh, posted a picture <clears throat> at the site. And it says, welcome to George Floyd Square, a sacred space for community public grief and protest. It's a sacred, you know, like when you pray to God above. When you pray to Jesus, it's sacred like that somehow. <clears throat> this is where George Floyd took his last breath under the knee of Minneapolis police officer under the watch of three other officers. The directions continue. Enter with reverence, humility, and openness as an invited guest. So what this basically is, is a memorial. <clears throat> and of course, the arrogance is already coming through. If you're going to come in here, you better revere it. Care for each other by wearing a mask and asking others to wear a mask. What in the blue hell that has to do with George Floyd or anything, I don't know. <clears throat> Honor the space as a place to connect and grieve as caring humans. Okay, nothing that over the top, right? Then below that, <clears throat> directly below the picture of St. George Floyd, for white people in particular, and you know who you are, Whitey, Decenter yourself and come to listen, learn, mourn, and witness. Remember, you are here to support, not to be supported. In other words, shut up. We don't want to hear you talk. If we've got some propaganda to feed you, you will you will eat that with with pleasure. You will hear that with pleasure and and humility, of course. But you just shut your damn mouth. Be mindful of whether your volume. So I guess I'll let you whisper. Pace and movements are supporting or undermining your efforts to decenter yourself. So in other words, don't talk too loudly. You better watch how you walk, how you carry yourself, your pace, your movements. Are you being undermining or supportive? Be mindful of whether you're... Actually, that's the last line. I'm sorry. Seek to contribute to the energy of the space rather than drain it. Bring your own processing to other white folks so that you will not harm BIPOC. You might not know what BIPOC is. I believe it is black and indigenous people of color. <clears throat> In other words, anything but white people. Because... 
White people suck, apparently. Consider if you want or need to take photos and post them. Do not take photos of other people without their consent. I kind of don't mind that. I don't like the idea of taking pictures and posting it of other people without something political or ideological. Again. Um, and there's something kind of just off about it, but enough about that. Finally, if you witness white folks doing problematic things, speak up with compassion to take the burden off of black folks and or siblings of color, whatever appropriate. Seek to engage rather than escalate so that it can be a learning moment rather than a disruption. Basically, let the... Uh, <clears throat> Let the brainwashing go unfettered. Just shut up, Whitey. Move along at the proper pace. Don't don't be white. Even though you are white, don't be white. Don't bring your bright, bright whiteness up in here. And yeah, <clears throat> as uh, the right scoop says, notes, <laughs> it's pretty good. Uh... The sign might as well say, white person, your kind is to blame for George Floyd's death, so don't make this about you. Leave your white privilege at home. Don't talk to black people about your thoughts because they don't want to hear from you because you're white. Only talk to your own kind, other white people. That's basically what it's saying. Uh, it's, it's a softly sold bit of racism, and we don't need it at all. And I'm going to skip that story for this time. I got two more things that are going to show the, the links to which the left is going to go to give the police officer in Columbus, Ohio, zero credit. And in fact, if they can find a way to demonize him and arrest him and charge him and put him in prison, they'll do it. Because this is massively problematic for the leftist narrative. A, you've got a cop saving a black person from a violent thug and yes I called a 16 year old girl a violent thug with all due respect and respect for a family's grief is terrible but what else do you call somebody who is trying to gut somebody with a knife who's unarmed who's trying to get away what do you call them <clears throat> And let's start with Joy Reid. She is, oh, is Joy Reid ever happy? Have you ever seen this woman smile? She's always bitter, always angry, which is why MSNBS has given her her own show after they, uh, who'd they get rid of? Oh yeah, Chris Matthews, uh, who <laughs> he apparently complimented or flirted or asked out some female guest a couple times. So, ha <laughs> ha. Damn men, you and your, you and your heterosexuality, your oppressive heterosexuality. To hell with you men. Women don't want to be asked out. They don't want to be complimented ever. Who the hell are you to compliment a woman or notice that it's a woman or that she's attractive to you? The hell is wrong with you? Notice the left loves to say we're the we're the we're the party. Of science, the Democrats, or the people of, uh, who believe science. 
But they have a real problem with the fact that it's scientifically provable that men typically are more the pursuer in in matters of attraction and, and, and lust and sex and all that other stuff. But she is trying desperately in this, uh, this little piece from Newsbusters. Curtis Hauk wrote it, by the way, to get proper accreditation. She lashes out, as he says, that police in the Bryant case, <clears throat> uh, again, from Newsbusters, and really kind of down, uh, knife fights. Who doesn't have, come on, we had them in school. Explain how Joy Reid is any different from Alex Jones. Now, that is a quote from uh, Red State uh, from a writer there named Bonchi. I'm not familiar with them. You can't do it. She is as wacky, batshit crazy as Alex Jones. Such was the case Wendy oh, on Wednesday. Excuse me. I'm hungry. I'm thinking of Wendy's. Uh, the show that Joy Reid hosts is called Read Out. It should be Read Out of Her Damn Mind. And Reid argued that Micaiah Bryant uh, was an innocent young girl. She had cute TikTok videos and didn't deserve to be killed by a violent, violent, despicable, detestable Columbus, Ohio officer. Why? Knife fights happen all the time and people survive them. A lot of people get shot and survive. A lot of people get the hell beat out of them. People survive car crashes. People survive fires. People survive falls. People might even survive their head not exploding from watching your show, Joy Reid. It doesn't mean these things are good or something you want to do or something that we shouldn't work to prevent. And despite the fact that there is, yes, multiple body camera angles of Tuesday's incidents, Reed insisted nothing police put out or say can be trusted because it could all turn out to be a lie. <clears throat> I guess the video, too, would be a lie. Those tricky cops, especially white cops, they're all evil, you know. She made sure, uh, Hauk writes, to set the table for the segment by portraying Bryant as someone who looked very much like 16-year-olds do doing her hair in the tutorial she once posted on TikTok. Uh, and like this one, <clears throat> uh, that is set to Bryson Tiller's Just Another Interlude, Look, excuse me, looking adorable, exhibiting youth and joy. And we wish her TikToks were a reason why Makia has risen to prominence, but instead it's the other video that we're about to show you, the body camera video showing her shot killed by a police officer in Columbus, Ohio, minutes before a guilty verdict was announced in the murder trial of Derek Chauvin, she added. Let me ask this question. You might have pondered this too, folks. Why in the blue blazing hell does it matter that this happened near the time that the the uh, murder trial of Derek Chauvin that the jury there reached a verdict. Why is that relevant? It's not. But they've got to keep you focused on Derek Chauvin and the image of him kneeling on the man's neck and upper back or shoulder, wherever he was actually kneeling. 
They've got to keep that image in your head. They don't want you thinking about this rather large 16-year-old girl uh, running savagely at someone with a knife ready to stick it in their gut or their chest, perhaps. They don't want you to have that image. They don't want to have the. They don't want you to have the image of the police officer saving this other girl's life. They want you to focus on the image of Derek Chauvin. That's what the left does. They lie in everything they do. <clears throat> now, to further her narrative, <clears throat> she brought in far left San Francisco District Attorney Chase Bowden. Or is it Bodine? I don't know. And St. Louis police officer Cheryl Orange. She's named after the fruit of the color. I don't know. And lamented, Joy Reid did, that police have tremendous latitude to use deadly force. <clears throat> Actually, they don't, Joey. But again, either you're too ignorant to know that or you just don't care. And it's propaganda that sounds good, so you use it. She also lamented that it was the officer probably wouldn't face charges. Well, why should he? He'll probably get a medal commendation of some type. <clears throat> Reed ripped, or excuse me, up the ante and put on her tinfoil hat by suggesting what the public has heard and seen from police could be a lie. Does my tinfoil hat look okay? Have I mentioned that uh, this is a new tinfoil hat? I just bought this. This is straight up Reynolds wrap, people. We'll do three rolls to make this hat. I better look good on TV. Is that black helicopters I hear? They aren't being fully transparent <clears throat> here, she said. Now, this first uh, officer cam was shown uh, very soon after the shooting. And they've released other videos from, from other people, from other angles. So they've been pretty transparent. There's <clears throat> some investigating to do. But this is pretty cut and dry. But Joy Reid can't have it cut and dry, folks. She's got to have it racial. And that's what she's trying to do here. See, the police aren't being fully transparent. So it's funny... The people, as uh, as Mr. <clears throat> I'm sorry, uh, Mr. Curtis Hawk writes, people demand body cams. We got to have this video. Then when they see it, well, it may not be true. Maybe they're not being forthright, forthcoming enough. They're not transparent enough. Somehow, Joy Reid even went so far as portraying knife fights as. <laughs> ah, no big deal. She said, I remember knife fights, even in even high school or even younger than, than that when a kid brought a pin knife or something to school and teachers were able to defuse that and they didn't have guns. Okay, look. <clears throat> There's a really big difference in a pin knife and what this, this girl had. Two, back in those days, if you brought something you shouldn't have to school, the teacher would take it away. This will be in my desk. You can take it home Friday. You know, when I was a kid, everybody carried a pocket knife. Every boy did. My dad did. My uncles did. My grandfather did. My grandfather did everything with a pocket knife. Those were, those were carried because they're practical. 
I bet a lot of boys took pocket knives to school at one time. I'm not sure about that, but uh, it was kind of like you don't see a male without a pocket knife at a certain point in our history before we turned into a society of wussies who saw a pocket knife and flipped out. But to, to compare a child with a penknife to a raging 16-year-old girl who's she's a big gal, let's face it. Uh, I wouldn't want to fight her. The point is, she's acting aggressively, trying to actively trying to kill somebody. There's kind of a difference in that a teacher finding out a kid has a knife on him, a small penknife, and saying, give that to me. Or let's go to the office. Or call into resource office. A big difference, Julie. You know, the real world is kind of a nice place sometimes, Julie. You, you ought to check it out. Stop your race pimping and further your career. Now, Orange emphasized the incident was a tragedy and conceded that officers can use deadly force. But then critiqued the officer because <clears throat> we're talking about a child here that was involved in the altercation with someone else. And does that change the fact that she was trying to butcher the other person with a a knife? Was actively attacking and seeking to stab the woman and kill her? Does that matter that she was only 16? No. And she couldn't make out how the young lady was using the weapon. Really? There's a still video, still shot from the videos, very, very easy to see. She is lunging, charging at the other girl, has her knife in her right hand. You can see the, the length of the blade. It's, it's no toy. Her arm is back, and she's fixing to go forward. A blind person could see it. But somehow, Miss Orange and Joy Reed and the rest can't see it. Of course, Reed went on to, to, to bitch and moan and whine some more. She complained that one of the responding officers after the shooting <clears throat> supposedly wore a Blue Lives Matter mask. Oh my God, there you go. Racism, America, racism, 1619, or hell, let's go back further. When the earth was created, America was racist. Let's go back that far. Why not? Are you going to lie? Really lie, Democrats. So, a Blue Lives Matter mask is evil because anyone who says Blue Lives Matter, Police Lives Matter, or All Lives Matter, or Firefighters Lives Matter, or anything except Black Lives Matter is an evil racist. Get it? <clears throat> and it showed, according to Reed, a departmental lack of respect for believing in the value of, for human life in black people. So if you wear a mask or shirt or anything that says blue lives matter, you're supporting police, clearly who have dangerous jobs, and showing your appreciation for them. But somehow it's racist and bad and you're devaluing black people's lives by wearing it. And if you're a cop wearing it, well clearly the whole department's racist. You talk about reaching, Joy Reid? I don't know that... Uh, who's the guy from Fantastic Four? Was it uh, Dr. Stretch? Yeah, you've got him beating the stretching department. 
Reed said this somebody, one of the officers who responded to the scene, had on a Blue Lives Matter face mask. Social media has shown videos of people yelling at somebody who yells, Blue Lives Matter. We don't know whether it was one of the police, but if people, if cops are showing up to the scene of a shooting of somebody and there's people in uh, blah, 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 blah. Shut up. How's that, Joy Reid? Shut up. I just, again, <clears throat> it's, it's so hard to take. And so hard on me that some people actually believe this propaganda. Again, this is Alex Jones kind of stuff. Then uh, Miss Orange spoke up and said, well, yes, ma'am, I think it is. Me personally is very disrespectful and unprofessional because you need to be, again, like I said earlier, you need to show some kind of empathy and to actually use empathy, you've got to have understanding. You have to have some knowledge base, and to me, that would be really insensitive because it's like right out in your face. Yes, you talk about Black Lives Matter, but Blue Lives Matter also. But what about people like myself who are both black and blue? What? I've heard, bartended for years, folks, worked in a restaurant business, cut a lot of people off. This idiot is less clear than someone who's had too many tequilas or whiskeys, or bears, or whatever. Again, absolute insanity and inanity from these asshats on MSNBS. It would be funny, but it's gotten to a point where it's going to make get more and more people killed as we go forward, this type of trash. Uh, <clears throat> she then went to Bowdoin, who, by the way, was a former translator for Hugo Chavez. You know, the now thankfully dead communist piece of trash that ruined Venezuela. Uh, and held up San Francisco as a model for criminal justice and law enforcement. Okay. He got into the discussion. And he implied it was offensive and wrong for critics to point out Putin is the son of cop killers. When that is a fact. And again, that's not him. That's the son of. But it kind of adds some, some color to it, doesn't it? Reed allowed Bowden to gloss over the city's repulsive streets. San Francisco we're talking about. Uh, being filled with feces, garbage, and needles. Reed said, and then when people like yourself try to sort of change the way we're doing it. And say, okay, we're going to take police out of these situations. We won't have them arrest people for having weed. We won't have people arrest, you know, arrest people for, you know, prostitution and other crimes. Again, if you want to legalize prostitution, go ahead. You legalize pot, whatever. I don't care. That's my libertarian streak coming out. But to say that we won't have police in certain situations, alluding to... The situation with this 16-year-old girl, Makia Bryant, was shot by a police officer. Again, while she was trying to commit brutal murder. If police aren't there, you would have a dead girl. The girl in pink, whoever her name is, she would be dead. Do you not understand that, Joy Reid? Of course you do. You just don't care. Because you're a leftist. And let's wrap this up, folks. 
with with the dumbest man ever to be on TV. And I guess I feel kind of bad because I think Juan Williams is a nice guy. Genuinely nice, kind person. Uh, he's just dumber than a screen door in a submarine. He would have handled the situation in Columbus, Ohio differently. He, being the police expert that he is and walking genius that he is, would have fired a warning shot to stop the Columbus stabbing. Oh, good God. Where does that bullet go, Juan? Again, he's watched too many movies. Just fire a warning shot. And if you were going to fire a warning shot, which police are trained not to do, I believe, you would shoot it, you would point your, your pistol out of the ground and shoot it. And you know when the time you this officer would have done that into the ground where it would literally hurt nobody? Because you're firing into soil, basically. That girl in pink would have been being stabbed during the time in there, Juan. Do you get that? Do you not get the 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 lack of time this officer had to act and react and read the situation and do what he had to do? What is fascination with firing warning shots? Shoot him in the leg. Shoots a knife out of the hand. What you should have done, you should have had some Chinese throwing stars on you. You should have whipped a couple of them out. And one could have knocked the knife off to the ground. And the other one could have hit the girl's arm. And the other one could have hit her in the head and knocked her out. See, there you go. Chinese throwing stars. That's about how stupid this argument is. This happened on the five. Uh... Which is excellent because Greg Gutfield was on it, uh, and you, then you have Juan Williams who's on it almost every day, and he's just—it's <clears throat> mind-numbing how stupid this man is. When asked what he would have done differently if he had been the police officer coming out on that scene, Juan claimed that he had fired a warning shot hoping to distract Makia Bryant and disarm her. So he's looking to distract her. Why not yell something at her like, Hey, fatty! Or, don't do that! Inanity. Vaughn Williams said Thursday, this is via the Daily Caller, that he might have fired a warning shot before approaching Makia Bryant as she attempted to stab another girl with a knife. Williams made the comment on the five saying that he understood being a cop's tough, but that killing a person was pretty radical response. Again, the officer did not shoot to kill. If he was shooting to kill, he would have continued to shoot. He shot to stop the deadly threat to the lady in pink and other people in the area. Because who knows what this this girl would have done after if she was allowed to stab that girl what would she have done after that gone after someone else the shots were fired to stop the threat one not to intentionally murder yes there's a good chance you're going to die if you're shot four times in the chest but but that is not the aim the aim is to serve and to protect Right? What police officers do? 
He was protecting an innocent life. Juan. Warning shots? They go other places. The bullet doesn't stop. It's not a, a smart bullet that says, okay, I was fired out of the pistol. Now I'm in the air and oh, I, I, I would hurt somebody if I keep going. I serve my purpose. I was just a warning shot. So I'm just going to dissipate harmlessly into the environment. I don't exist anymore. I'm just a whisper in the wind, not a bullet anymore that can kill. All right. First of all, it's not a knife fight when only one person has a knife. That's a butcher shop because Juan referred to this as a knife fight. And others have used that. Well, just a knife fight. Was it? A, oh, that's right. It was, was it Valerie Jarrett that said that? That genius from the Obama years? It's only a knife fight. Actually, it's only a knife fight if the other girl had a knife too. Then you have two people with knives fighting each other. Again, the left, folks, any excuse not to give this officer credit because they've got to keep attacking and tearing down police. <clears throat> it's just, I don't understand it. It's, it's absolutely mind-boggling. I just, again, and Juan was asked directly, what would you do, Juan? Well, I guess I'd shoot the gun. Not necessarily at somebody, but maybe shoot the gun and maybe run at the person and try to disarm them like, I don't know. You should have stuck with, I don't know, Juan, because you are an idiot. You have no clue. You've heard of people who don't know anything? Juan Williams doesn't suspect anything. And what would he have accomplished by the warning shot, Jesse Waters asked? Oh, uh, well, hopefully to distract her and try uh, to stall or something so I could get, or my partner could get the knife away, Williams continued. Policing is tough work, but all I'm saying is, you know, I think that the one with the knife is a danger to society and certainly a danger to the other person and we want her to stop and be disarmed. I just also think killing a human being is, is, is pretty radical. I don't think that's a good thing. For once, Swan, you're right, it's not a good thing. It was a necessary thing. That's just cold, hard facts. Killing a human being is, is bad, but it's a much better option than allowing that person to slaughter another human being, Juan. Is it that hard, really, for the left? Is it that hard? And again, it's, it just blows my mind that we continue to hear these arguments. All aimed at taking any credit away from this officer. So the next time someone says Black Lives Matter, I understand to them it doesn't. Unless it can bring them some money and buy them some real estate and or give them a, a nice fat bonus or give them some power influence or continue to peddle their, their racist talk show on MSNBS. Right, Joy Reid? Folks, that's it for me. Thank you for listening. I do appreciate it. Uh, if you want to support the blog, go to the dailydatergator.com. The first post, the sticky post, it's always the first thing you see. Click the PayPal button there and contribute, my friends. 
Uh, and yes, you can do it on Anchor too, where this podcast is hosted. Eventually, I'll get the Buzzsprout. Uh, you can be able to, to donate there. Uh, but Anchor.DougHagan is the best way to get there. I do believe you get there through the Daily Gator blog, of course. Click the My Podcasts on, on the left uh, left side of the screen there, and that should take you to that side as well. I do appreciate you listening. Good night. God bless. Have a good weekend. I'm not sure if I'll do another one of these over the weekend. My niece is coming to visit. Stay with us for a few days. So thank you very much for your patronage. God bless America. Go Gators. And yeah, if you're left, you just ain't right. Take care, my friends.